Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. I was working. What's up, everyone? This is 38 at 38, and I am Aaron, and you have reached our one-year anniversary extravaganza episode special. It's going to be amazing. That's right. We've been on for one year year very excited about this and so we're going to do things a little differently this episode what i've done is of all my wonderful guests i've gotten three i brought back three of my favorite three of my favorite guests to talk about one more ridiculous job story that they had so look let's just let's just jump right into it you're here for the stories not for me let's go episode is brought to you by the Ultimate IT Growth Conference, coming June 13th and 14th in Orlando, Florida. This is a workshop-oriented conference, so you can walk away getting things done. Pick up some of Jennifer Bleem's best hints, tips, and tricks to grow your MSP and mature the way you think about growth. To register or find out more, visit mspsalesrevolution.com ultimate. Callan, thank you so much. I want to thank you. I don't know how much of everything that we just talked about is going to be in the final edit, but I loved it. Um, but <laughs> it's going to pick up right now. And <laughs> so, Callan, go. thank you so much go, for being on my one-year anniversary extravaganza episode. And there's uh, all around you, there's like fireworks and confetti, too. It's crazy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Can I have a pinata? Uh how about it? How do you do? You like it? Do you like? Are it's you? Gotta be, you it's got to be. Turn around. Uh, turn I was hoping for the Fortnite. It's the Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, for you, for you, just thanks, for you. Thanks. What if Phil's like, dude? I don't have any time to edit any of this crap. I'm like, just tell people not to close their eyes <laughs> and imagine and imagine, dream. Yeah, dream. That's what we're all about. <laughs> Where and now and now our ASMR portion. <laughs> Hold on, oh, let me. Oh, ooh. It's like I'm on. It's a steel drum. It's not a beer. It's not a beer. It's not a beer. It's not a beer. Callan, uh, so you specifically are on this show because you're one of my favorite guests I've had. You're a very, very good friend. You're hilarious. You're, but uh, right after we had our last uh, episode, uh, or shortly after, you you called me up or you texted me. You're like, dude. I got another story. I got another story that I got to share. And look, the last episode, you guys have wow. to, you guys have to uh, watch it, listen to it. Uh, it's if you're watching this video, maybe the link's right there. If not, it's in the description. If you're listening, it's in the description or comment somewhere. Watch it, people. It's great. But you told me you had another one, and we talked briefly yesterday. I made sure that you didn't tell me what this new story was but just the other stories that we talked about were like oh man these are great and you know what before you get into that story um you we're gonna tease it right here but wait didn't you deliver hulk hogan some like a bed one time i sold and delivered yeah yeah oh, yeah <laughs> i mean it was uh the, i i think i i might have mentioned this we have enough conversations that that it's hard yeah. sometimes to remember where things were said but the hardest thing I ever did as a sales rep was getting him to lay down. Like that, that was it. Like getting <laughs> so that weird. man to lay down. And he had to take his panic back off too, because it, you can't yeah. lay like with a big plastic thing on there and say, this bed's comfortable, yeah. brother. Right. You know, and like, he finally, and he actually laid down. Why didn't he, he did. lay down? He did. 
I, I think it, a lot of a lot of men struggle with it. You know, I think there's like something emasculating to have someone standing at the foot. And we actually were trained to like when you when when someone is at the bed, especially if it's like a female, you know, you, you kind of step off to the side yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. go. But but uh, but men like I think having someone stand over them and the idea yeah. of like laying down in bed is a very intimate thing. And some men are very uncomfortable. You'd think it wouldn't yeah. be the wrestler that's got other men like in the headlock and hitting them with the crotch and all that. Yeah, but or hey, you think you know, he got to draw the line? That's, that that's definitely why he's just he's yeah. like, I get paid for doing that, brother. I'm not going to do this for free. Fifty percent discount. Now oh, man. you want me to lay down on this bed, brother? That's oh, great. Geez, yeah. You know what it's you like? You return it, so it's the right thing. That's good. So I bet it was like the um, <laughs> like how some super alpha dominant dogs like they won't roll on their back. They won't yeah. show dominance. Yep. That's what it was. <laughs> He'll bend yep. over. He's like, no, 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 no. He's you're not bending me. <laughs> He's, he was you probably worried that the Undertaker was going to come from the roof with a chair, put him right yeah. through a table. Like, dude, I I need to. That was see for Marcus video. Yes, uh, Mark. Oh, thanks. Good job, Marky. Marky loves that. Uh, there's uh, and Aaron Acock. Aaron Acock would appreciate that as well. Oh, he would. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I need to see a funny video. I need to see a funny video of just that, like the manliest man trying to buy a <laughs> trying to <laughs> mattress. buy a, a mattress, and he's like, just try it out. And he's just standing on it and hop. He's like, this is good. <laughs> like, no, man. That's <laughs> he just he does out. some flying elbows. He does flying elbows. Light on the elbow. Suplex. Yeah, he goes and kicks the tires. He just kicks the corners of the post. Okay. All right. So what is this story? I, I want to get into the story. I want to, I want to, and there's no story for me. This episode It's just, the, it's just the three guests that I've chosen. So please, please do. All the pressure is back over here. Like the, the first on one, you. we talked about that. Like, like I laid uh-huh. it up and then you had to beat it. Oh. And this time you're just mm-hmm. like, well, if you suck, you suck. And then we just will cut you out. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about Hulk no, Hogan, no. but I don't know. No, we'll actually, so, uh, we'll actually uh, only keep that segment. <laughs> we'll right. only keep that <laughs> The proof is in the pudding. Callan's yes. an idiot. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm probably number two behind you in the people we know, number of jobs. Uh, this was a time in my life where I actually had four individual jobs uh, at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, so that is, the, that's uh, impressive. That's impressive. That's what happens when you start working at a mattress store at 16. And uh, the guy yeah. thinks that, well, and knows that he can kind of kind of pay you whatever he wants to. Uh, mm-hmm. So the uh, I, at that time, I think I was working about 118 hours a week. And um, the, uh, the, the title <laughs> of this story, I was thinking about it. Um, 168 so, hours in a week. So that means you had 50 hours not working. Yep. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. So fortunately, I sleep like that four or five hours a night. And, you know, I that's mean, that's still, that's still, uh, yeah. that's only a couple hours of not doing things. The rest of the time I was fixing the cars to get to all the jobs in the work. That's right. So, that's right. Um, so, but, but, and this was funny because I took this job on though voluntarily because, um, we, I met my wife at a little coffee place in Palm Harbor, Florida called insomnia. Her friend owned it. She, she was a barista there. My friends were worked there. We all kind of helped out and pitched in when it went under, it, it was re- right next to a place called Palermo's Palermo's was had the, one of the best Elvis impersonators you could ever find. And a, and a Frank Sinatra impersonator. <laughs> and it was the place where supposedly all the kind of like the organized crime people retired to and, and hung oh. out with in Palm Harbor. 
And but so, why? Wait, why? Why were there? Why were there these two impersonators there? Because they liked them. Like, like you had a Frankie Valley impersonator. Yeah, they're like reliving their glory days, you know. Being in, but like being in, oh, like so, actually so, performing. Like performing, yeah, performing. Oh, like I thought it was just some guy looks like <laughs> it was just like friends that look like him eating dinner or something. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> no, he hung out there, but not like that. You know, he, he was okay, okay. So, so you know, kind of setting the stage. There, there were a lot of old goombas. You know, like like guys that had, yeah, yeah. had been out and hanging out, New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia. You know, just kind of from that area of the world. And when the coffee shop went under because a coffee place is you know really a bad investment, uh, right. This place took over, and one of the guys that was hanging out there bought it and put in this high-end Italian restaurant. I don't know why I thought I could be a server. By the way, not a good server, and I'll be able well, to hear why they, in a minute. That's but, just like alerting. Hey, we're having an Italian restaurant too. Yeah, <laughs> come oh my check God. us out, dude. All the all the all the tablecloths are white and red. My <laughs> check-in <laughs> pattern. Yep, it, I, oh, spot down. It looked like it really? looked like it came out of Little Italy. Like, but it bottles of Chianti, super high end. Bottles of Chianti, bottles on of the Chianti shelf. Yeah. all the different whiskeys, you know, everything. And they even hired this like former Miss Michelin star chef to cook oh my there. Goodness. So I would like to title the name of this story, unlike the the kind of the, the State Department rouse. You know, you've got uh, I stayed for the lasagna. So nice when I was there. I don't know why I thought I could be a server, a mm-hmm. ADHD as a mother, as you know, and uh, and uh, and I don't know if swearing's allowed in this, but but uh, I hope you let that one slide or or bleep it if you have time in the post. But wait, make a sound, make any sound, make any sound you want to make. Okay, that is going to be the sound that bleeps over <laughs> that sound. That, that that's kind of where I thought you were going. So yeah. so they had amazing coffee. Funny enough, this little Italian restaurant. Uh, and so we were going and hanging out there, even though it was this high end place, and we were broke because we were just used to hanging out there. And one of the days right. I'm in there talking to the talking to the owner, talking to his wife, and they were talking about hiring some some stuff. And I'm like, this might be kind of fun. I come here, nice high end restaurant. I learned to see if I can be a server. I've heard I know friends that are servers. They do a really good job in tips. You know, maybe I can drop one of my other jobs. You know, at that right. point, it was uh, door-to-door salesman, which you know about, uh, mm-hmm. the mattress store. I worked at a secret mattress store, and I was selling cars. <laughs> and so, I like, can I drop one of these and be a server, right? And nice. so so I did. Um, I, uh, I, I chose uh, one of those jobs to go away. And uh, the thing that got me hired was the fact that I told the wife that I had wingtips. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with like wingtip shoes. Like they're the, yeah. they're the, they're the really nice ones. And so if you need to understand what type of place it was, wingtips got me hired. So that could be a story. Whoa. Up, right. Whoa. You got wingtips. Do you You got wingtips? I trust this kid. Let's let's hire honey, him. No honey, experience. he's got wingtips. He's got wingtips. Let's hire him. <laughs> so another fun part about that is um, I never actually got to wear the wingtips in, even though she really wanted me to. Uh, and so, so I started, no, 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 uh, not today. It's not special not enough today. Today. Not today. Not today. Not today. Not today. Today's not the day for the wingtips. It's not the day for you, buddy. <laughs> so the coolest perk of working there was you got to pick a meal every day. So you have this Michelin star chef, like you work yeah. for two hours and you get to eat and you, you come from a similar background, you know, getting a free meal is a, is a tremendous perk, especially if it's free, like that it's lasagna. Dude, that lasagna oh, was it's it was like this thick, 
regatta, all of it, down the middle. Like it, it, uh, it was amazing. And he made it fresh every day. And so I would go in either at the beginning of the shift, end of the shift, eat the lasagna. You know, I, I, I started, it had some issues, right? The first, the first day I went in, I had like a table of eight and uh, forgot their bread, their water, four people's utensils. Uh, they ended up tipping me so much. It was like a $325 bill. And this is back 2003, Whoa. 2004. So, I mean, you know, it's a big, it's a big bill. And they ended yeah. up tipping me more than I made most weeks at any of the one other jobs. And I started like running out after them, like, I did a bad job. I don't, <laughs> I didn't earn this. Like, I tried, sweetie. You I tried. don't deserve this. <laughs> don't deserve <laughs> on it. your knees, on your knees in the parking lot. <laughs> do not, do not murder me. You know, yeah. and so sometimes I'm there, you know, I'm, I'm getting a reputation for being a well-loved, well-liked server. And and I only lasted here six weeks, so so like yeah, this yeah. Is, this wasn't a long time. So no, by like three some weeks of the yet, best stories, some of the best stories are in a very in short a, time. A, a short term, short term. <laughs> and and so I, the first couple of weeks, I didn't really have any interaction with the with the other owner. Right, it was mostly his wife going going. They pay cat, you know, at the end of the night, tip out and and all that yeah. stuff. So my first interaction with them is I'm going back into the I'm going first real interaction with him is I'm going back into the into the uh to the like the freezer area and I walk in the freezer and I hear it go like clink and like there's a way of getting out but as you just saw with that uh was it was a Carl's Jr or an Arby's where the guy the, the woman got locked in there and, and died so like I was freaking out a little bit you know I did not know he that opens the door oh yeah it just happened they Check the news. She went in there like, I don't know. Have you ever been a server? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So that, that I have figured. But, you know, that's the place people go smoke pot, whatever else. And so yeah, she yeah. went in, RV's employee, you know, and locked and it was broken. So she couldn't get out. Oh. <laughs> so uh, oh, probably not a thing to say with a smile. But, you know, uh, so, no, so that's, I'm, I'm oh, freaking word. out a little bit. Yeah. Now. And uh, he opens the door and he kind of lets it open slowly. And he's like, you know, it's not a good idea to do that. And I was like, do you, I, I, I understand. Like, I didn't expect it to come fly closed on me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you got to do better. And then like he walks away. And so, so I'm like, okay, this is weird interaction, but whatever. Wait, did that that did that have anything to do with the door closing? Did that really have, have no anything clue. to do? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it's just him. So. What I find out later is as I'm going out, like he's coming out of the bathroom a lot with the, ah, uh, you know. So so then he has the sniffles. Like, I get he's moved. got the 1987 you, sniffles. 1987 <laughs> sniffles. He's got the scar face. So, yeah. and what's crazy too is most people aren't familiar with the Tampa area, but these guy Palm Harbor is near Clearwater, which more people are are you know familiar with. These people lived in Brooksville, which is. You know, an hour that's and a half north. It's a it's a hike. Yeah, that's a hike. To start a small restaurant in Palm Harbor, this guy drives back and forth every day, out of his gourd, right? And so they they shift me to the closing shift, like every night. I'm I'm on this closing shift now, and so I'm more and more interaction with this guy. And so end of the night, he I'm I'm not even twenty at that point. You know, he's offering. You know, at the end of the night, he's always offering me a drink and espresso, a drink and espresso. We're talking, and I thought we were starting to get along. He started to tell me about his cousins. His cousins were the Gallo brothers. I don't know 
like I grew up Italian because I'm kind of Italian and my family talked about it a lot. And so, you know, organized crime was a part of, of our lives. And yeah. so like, I know the Gallo brothers, Gallo brothers were like an infamously famous group that tried to take over violently a lot of the New York crime areas, particularly Harlem and actually worked with African-American uh, gangsters in order to do that, which was like against the crime family, right? So they end yeah. up getting just just around. But he starts telling me stories about you know them shooting people in the face with a bow and arrow, and he's telling me stories about you know people disappearing and how he grew up with with Joey patting him on the head, just all this oh, like word. just crazy stuff, right? And I'm yeah, like yeah. just nodding, shaking my head. You know, my boss at the mattress store was an Italian from from uh from new jersey he's like don't worry he's just trying to intimidate you you know those guys those guys were just idiots don't worry about it he's just yeah they're just trying to be big and head. bad they're trying to yeah yeah he's he's trying, trying to, be to big and bad. put a persona so, out there right so i kind of play along though because he's my boss and, and, and i don't know how much longer i'm going to work here but one of the days he comes out of the back room and his eyes are just like just absolutely just bloodshot and he's like dark circles and he walks up to me and he goes you know i spent a lot of time with you now like yeah I, I, yeah it's been nice having that espresso in the night closing out the night you know yeah. that. he gets a little it's only because like, of scheduling though understand that right <laughs> you know you got, it's like you got a jeffrey dahmer vibe and i stood up and i was like <laughs> and his wife sits back and she's like, honey, what? And he goes, you know what I'm talking about. He's got this dark cloud. He's got this dark cloud. I know when he walks in this room, it's dark cloud. When he walks in this room, it's dark cloud. It's like, I'm going to read in the paper about you chewing on people and shit. That's how this is going to go. I Wait, know what? It. <laughs> yeah. He started, he started... He started accusing you of being the persona, a person who would kill and eat people. And he was being serious? Dead serious. I thought it was like a bit. I thought he was putting me on a little bit. You know, I mean, we grew up rough. So, you know, I figure like, you know, like he's, he's you know, a little toked off, a little bit, a little bit out of his mind. But yeah. He's funnier than he is. He was serious. Like just straight serious like and and i was like okay well you know i quit and 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 i'm done this is not the, the, the thing that i signed up for and yeah and she's like she's like no no just wait she's like pushing him out the door like pushing him out the back door Ooh. and he's like doing the poking you know like like the, this guy this guy don't you know and there are people in the restaurant still right so we're like at last part and they're all like looking up at this guy like just losing his mind over this and I, I mean i didn't have a bald head before i was i was a pretty good looking guy now i did play patrick bateman for halloween one year but okay that was years yeah later. yeah but so, you also played you also played zach morris from uh and you nailed it also you kind of a more opposite yeah yeah i guess you can be he, he's Close kind of a sociopath. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he is a jerk. Yeah, yeah. He is. He doesn't he, care. Yeah. Uh oh. He's a pretty good connection. No, so, I know. I'm picking, and let, picking, let's see. Rewind. And from from uh from Hulk Hogan's perspective, you were like, 
just lay in the bed. Just, just lay in the bed. Just lay in the bed. Take off the fanny Terry. pack. Do you just still take feel off safe? The fanny pack, Terry. Terry. I got Terry. paper poles. Salt. <laughs> lie. Body of a goat. Terry. <laughs> Terry, are you gonna choke slam me? What? No. No. So, oh man, dude, you. That is so. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So, so she comes back. He's still in there. She hands me like six hundred dollars. She's like, "I'm so sorry about this." She's so sorry about this. Like, you should probably not work here anymore. But I yeah. would like you to finish out the week if you can. I was like, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> She's like, you won't be here. I'll, I'll make it out. You know, like, like your 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 energy is a part of this place. I was like, no, you know. And then the chef came out with my lasagna. So I sat there, and I calmly, quietly, ate my lasagna, had a good cannoli. And then left that never returned. You should. Oh, man, dude, I really it would have been great if you like, listen, I just I know we have a lot of Chianti. Can I just get some fava beans? And I just need some to sit down beans. with some fava beans and Chianti. <laughs> that would have been that would have been amazing. Can that, we just please get some? some liver, just a little oh, liver. A little silence of the lambs action there. Um, dude, that is dude. What a story. I don't think I've ever been accused of anything like that. You know, it, it, it feels weird to admit that in Gavin's words, you know, at least hundreds, tens, thousands, hopefully if people will, maybe tens of thousands, maybe we'll go viral on your, your annual uh, anniversary. Oh, that'd be great. But it is an, the annual anniversary. Annual anniversary. Annual anniversary yeah. uh, cast. And, uh, uh, you know, it is weird to admit that someone thought you were a serial killer or, or had the makings of a serial killer on camera. <laughs> You know, this reminds me of this reminds me of uh, there was an old documentary or like something not old either way. And it was about like real life superheroes. And it had like a guy who can um, somewhere in uh, Sweden, but who can run in like sub freezing weather in like shorts. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember okay. That. And like, and like it, it all started because like he came home from school one day and it was snowing really bad and no one was home to let him in. And he just, he fell asleep on the front porch for hours and he thought he was dead ever since then. Like they even dunked him in like sub freezing water yeah, for yeah. hours. He was like, yeah, they, they had to take him out because they're like, all right, we're up at, we're out of time at this research facility. We got to go home. You got to, and it didn't. So another one was a guy who could do uh, any mathematica- uh, math- mathematics in his head, any anything. He, he just, it was in his head. And um, it like this, right? Some guy in Germany. And this American, nah, no, he was Canadian. He was a Canadian uh, uh, psychologist. He said that, yeah, he, I want to research him because I think there's something, blah, blah, blah. So he comes over to the States and they're doing this research. And uh, <laughs> the, the psychologist is about to give his his uh uh what he believes is going on here and he says that you know he's a uh he actually used the term like idiot savant which is now which is like he's like he's like excuse me like the english like the barrier you know like (laughs) and he's like and he's like well yeah and then the the translator explained it to him and he says I, I, I don't have autism. <laughs> He's like, I don't, that, that's what you're getting at. You're getting it. Yeah, and yeah. the guy's like, well, you know, sometimes we don't know. There's a spectrum. And, he's, and this is early on when we're first yeah, yeah. barely talking about the spectrum. And he's like, he's like, I, I don't, 
I don't think I am. Like, he's like wrestling. Like, am I? Like, what is first time he's hearing about it? He's like in his 40s. That's what so you, you are. You're like, you're like, yeah, I'm a, am I a cannibal? Did I, do I have the I'm makings? Do I have, oh my could I do this? Can I, could I go? I like how he's like, he's like, there's a dark cloud everywhere, everywhere. You're, there's a dark Dude. cloud everywhere. And then the wife comes back in and she's like, your, your energy part is part of this place. Yeah. Apparently like a dark cloud, like like a, a dark, dark cloud. A dark cloud. Oh my gosh, dude! It was it's it's uh it was some. You do go through that moment when you're like, like, what are they seeing? What are they picking yeah. up on? You know, right, it's, right. it's the same thing. And you know, topic of the of the of the day, jobs, work, right? You know, right. you you get that energy from your leaders, right? You mm-hmm. they they pick up on things. They treat you differently. So mm-hmm. when someone's in that position of power, you you definitely go through the motions of. You know, what the hell? I mean, like, I'm obviously not killing people and eating them or even just killing people or just eating people. I'm not doing any of yeah. those things, nor, nor any combination thereof. However, that you know of. Like, what, uh, yeah, what, what are you picking up on that, 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 that's going through? And, and there was, like, you know, there is that self-doubt and, and, and dark passenger that everybody kind of yeah. goes through. And it's like, well, what, what, what do I've got that's, that's out there externally? And it took me a little while to kind of recover from... Oh wow! From that thought process, Dude, because especially especially being know? twenty years old, being twenty oh, yeah. years old, and not even twenty, and then you know frontal lobe that reasoning it's not formed, it's not developed. It's and formed. you have yeah, you have an older a man, you know, that is like you know some authority figure. Yeah, and that's what we're younger. We look up to. We look up to maybe not like up to them, but we look to them for some guidance. They're adults, right? They got to know yeah. something. Oh yeah, and he's like. You're gonna eat people one day. <laughs> it's the best suit saying ever. Best suit saying ever. He was so confident that it actually swayed you. You were like, maybe I. He might know something I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm gonna end up in a live situation. You know, oh, Alps man. and Alps or the Andes? Which one? It was the Alps, right? It was Alps. It was Alps. the Andes. It, it was okay. the Andes. No, yeah, the yeah, the plane crashing down. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? And now there's still time. Now, there, I live. I live only ninety minutes away from uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Donner Lake. You're right there, man. So that's You're just right what he there. saw. He saw the fact yeah. that someday I was going to live in Lake Tahoe, just a little bit away from uh, where the Donner Party met their end. And the dark and cloud is. It was the it was the most snow that they've had since 1887. So I'm telling you, this is it. it's prophetic. It. That's right. Let's not knock it. We still have you. Still, you're still on your journey. You're still on your journey. <laughs> you don't know where that journey is going to lead you. It's going to lead you with an A1 and a thigh. <laughs> 17, 37, 49, 51, 60, and 13 for the Powerball. Just so, just so oh, you're aware. Nice. I just don't Very know when good. that was. Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry. Every night. Um, Daddy's playing these numbers tonight. They're hot. They're hot numbers. <laughs> Callan, thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you being uh, being on my one year extravaganza episode. Nice pinata. I like that. Thank you, thank you. Love you, bro. Thank you so much. Love you too, and, brother. Uh, man, we're gonna have you on again. Got to. Sounds good. There's one other one right that preceded that. So, so I okay. got another. We got. Well, yeah, we got. Yeah, we got yeah. some more. We got some more. See you guys. This thank one has tours, so parties, and inline skating. And four broken femurs. <laughs> Six.
Six. Six. <laughs> Love you, Callan. Thanks, man. See you. Bye, brother. See you. Wow, that sounded dangerous. Or did it? Who knows? Let's go ahead and listen to our next story. G, thank you. Honestly, dude, thank you so much for being on this episode. Not just being on this episode, but like this is the one-year extravaganza episode. Episode, episode. There, there's supposed to be confetti and fireworks. Uh, nice. Bill, post-production. It'll mm-hmm. be great. It'll, mm-hmm. It'll be great. Uh, so thank you for being one of my uh, one of my guests to come back on. Uh, <laughs> so let me, uh, I'll introduce you. How about that? Um, so everyone out there in computer land, this is Mario Gallego. This is my very best friend. And he was, he's been my, uh, well, he's known me since seventh grade and we've been best friends since ninth grade. He knew me at seventh grade and he, uh, thought I was, uh, mentally challenged. Isn't that correct? Because I would sleep on the bus. Very accurate. Well, it's not the (laughs) only reason I thought you were. Not because you slept on the bus. (laughs) Is there another reason? Was there your entire persona (laughs) was really the reason? Had nothing to do with your sleep habits. (laughs) I want everyone to know that he is not being cruel or joking. He's he's being genuine. Not at all. And it's true. And I'd like to point out that I was a weird. Yeah, I'd like to point out that I didn't I'd make fun of you for that. Not because I actually felt bad for you because I I, I felt <laughs> that you were legitimately inhibited right. by you know these these things, and so I, I I've I, been touched. I was touched <laughs> in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. Please continue. No, no, no. I want to go on with that because sure. when you. Th- <laughs> Sure. During that time, you thought I was challenged. Okay. You didn't talk to me. You didn't bother me. You didn't. I just got this right now, dude. It wasn't until eighth grade when we had class together, and you realized that I wasn't. And then you, then you started making fun of me. Yeah, when I realized that, you like, wanted- oh, he's normal. And I was like, oh, the free range here. Like, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's it's so great. So I had yeah. art. So. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, so best friend since ninth grade and also my uh, guest on my fourth episode, my fourth guest, like nine months ago, I can do math. And we talked about a job that we both had at the same time uh, where we worked at a an auto salvage yard, a junkyard. And um, yeah, that was that was fun. Our, just to run down, just to bring everyone up to speed from the last episode, which there's a link somewhere maybe up here. And if you're listening to it, it's the link for that episode will be in the description or comment either way. Um, so we, you started working at the junkyard, the auto salvage yard, uh, when you were 12 years old, maybe 11, 11 yeah. or 12 years old. I was 12, no, 12, 12. Mm-hmm. And you had facial hair. So they were like, you're of age. Mm-hmm. And then when I was, 13, maybe I just turned 14. You got me a job working at the auto salvage yard. So we, there are two, uh, very young children working at a, at a, uh, a very, a dangerous, not the safest place, you know, not only because they're, you know, dangerous, uh, what's it called? Like machinery around, but also like around grown adults, like grown men that, uh, that we were just, even though we were maybe more 
maybe not as innocent or more understanding of the world than maybe a lot of other kids. We definitely were not prepared for some of those conversations or that, you know, maybe you were, I wasn't. Yeah. 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 It, 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 you know, not to uh, get into the psychology of it all, but it, just to kind of right. qualify the statement you made in terms of uh, us being um, uh, perhaps more, I don't know, prepared for that than, than maybe some nowadays uh, uh, kids of the same age. We grew up in a really rough neighborhood and we grew up under really kind of familial uh, circumstances that aren't the typical, you know, day to day upbringings for a lot of folks. And so it's just because that of those is very kind. That's, that's a very kind way of expressing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh, so. Um, Oh, what, what were we talking about? Oh, here <laughs> at the podcast. So, uh, so we talked about, you know, growing up there, here's something else that on that, something like we weren't ready for. And I think that, and I, it bothered you and it bothered me. And I don't know if you still think about it or not. Um, there was a, um, uh, a police officer who, mm-hmm. and I found this police officer is still out there, you know, doing the same thing he did when he came to our middle school, which was rap, you know, mm-hmm. rap about you know, being safe and don't fight and, and stuff like that. And, and we all looked up to him. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to throw him, throw his name out there. Cause he's still doing it. Rise is like, Oh yeah, I try to get him. She, Cause he's, she's a guidance counselor. She's mm-hmm. like, I try to get him every year, but he's booked out to come and rap at the schools. He's wow. booked out. And awesome. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then I told rise and rise is like, yikes. <laughs> because, <laughs> Cause officer white, cause we were at the, the, uh, the salvage yard one day and he was there talking with the guys. And I guess, you know, he's around the neighborhood. Right. So, and we walked up on a conversation and it was a very adult conversation, you know, mm. very, you know, mm-hmm. grown adult conversation. And I remember I, we were like, oh, we walked away. And I remember for like a couple of days that bothering you. And I and I never really thought about it bothering me. But the older I'm getting now, I'm looking back on, you know, any little thing like that starts shaping a kid's mind, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's not a normal you know, encounter to have, you know, when you're seeing someone that you're looking up to like that, or like, wow, you know, he's on that pedestal and then seeing, you know, a reality of it, you know, but I, so either way, I, I say all that to say that there's so many things that link me back to this job just in, in thought throughout the day. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, that, that little thing, you know, links back. Um, but we, we talked about all the ridiculousness of us working there, right? Just to name some, we almost, you know, us, catching almost catching the yard on fire mm-hmm. you know because we mm-hmm. found gasoline and what else are you supposed to do with gasoline when you're young you know mm-hmm. um obviously yes. uh we talked about us uh or me trying to gentrify the uh, warehouse mm-hmm. and uh bringing mm-hmm. in a, a toaster and a coffee maker mm-hmm. and uh it not really going uh going well uh or uh, i think it went well i think it spruced the place up um oh we talked about you leaving me alone with a snake uh, that we found a snake and it was under something that you wanted to pick up. You're like, no, help me with this. Like, ah, Oh, I'm out. So we talked about that. That's fun. Uh, we talked about you, uh, launching rocks at me. That's your favorite. That's your, <laughs> that was your favorite during yeah. that episode. You laughed so hard at that. I know that you're, uh, um, that you're proud of that one, but I am, um, I know you are, uh, so we've talked about those stories and those are all great and they're ridiculous. If you're listening, please just go watch that video that those stories, we laugh like crazy. It's ridiculous. Uh, but I got a few things that I do want to talk about. Oh yeah. This is something I, I wanted to, 
I wanted to mention, I was talking to mom about our, uh, our recording our, for the podcast. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, I talked to him about working at, uh, working together at the, the junkyard and all the stuff we did. And her immediate response was like, oh my God, what did y'all do? Like she already knew. She was like <laughs> that time period. Like she was like, what did you guys do? Uh, but uh, so there's a couple things, a couple more things I still wanted to hit on uh, about working for the junkyard. Uh, do you remember what is, or do you remember having in your mind the coolest thing you ever found in a car? Because we, that's one thing we didn't talk about is the, whenever cars were brought to us, you know, that's one of the first things we did was like put our hand in the seat, like rip open the seat, see if we can find any change or anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, you know, just to kind of give anybody who's listening a little more context, you know, these cars, they come in and they're generally, they're, they're, uh, could very well be, have been just days before them coming into the junkyard. They were privately owned by someone who got in a car accident. And a lot of their things remained in the car that they decided to give up to the junkyard. And so these items ended up just coming along with the car. Oftentimes, most personal items were removed, but there were lots of times where they weren't, you know, to Aaron's point. Many times the, the salvage gods shown upon us. Right, right, said, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, no, so I don't know. I, I, I always look forward to try to find the money, uh, for sure. Pulling out the back seat that always reminds, and not just like searching the back seat, like actually unbolting the back seat to remove it and looking underneath the cushion. Could you be surprised how much money there'd be? I mean, you'd walk away seven to $10 each time, you know, is yeah. that wouldn't be unheard of. Uh, and then when the occasional, you'd find a few bills, uh, that sort of thing. But in terms of items, um, you know, the only thing that kind of comes to mind or one of the things that comes to mind, I remember it was a trunk that I didn't open, but there was somebody there who, who opened it and they found like an entire like fishing tackle set with a whole bunch of equipment, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, trying to think of something else that may have been left behind that stood out obviously you know the the typical stuff speakers amplifiers uh right right things bolt-ons for my own personal vehicle that i could uh that i could get from the junkyard so like i remember my muffler came from the junkyard because it was one of those right chrome exhaust things and rims and that sort of stuff and replacement parts for my car because my car was constantly breaking down so those types of things are the things that stand out to me Dude, that is exactly where I was where I was hoping that you'd go down. Like mm -hmm. when you started saying, "Okay, rip it," but when you started talking about a speaker stereos, and I'm like, yeah. "Yes, that's what it is, dude." We went through so many stereos and speakers, just mm -hmm. anything. It's like, "Ooh, <laughs> oh, these are good." They're like stock. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> these are good, <laughs> dude. We would go and like every like the interior, anything, like anything for the cars that we'd need, we would get from the junkyard. Like every part was from right there. Yeah, not just for yeah. us either, for our contacts. No, no, no. I got contacted yeah, yeah. all of the time from people that I uh, uh, knew either through church or just, you know, but that my, somebody that my dad knew or family members, I'd always get contacted like, hey, does the junkyard have this? Is there any chance that you could give me a discount or, you know, whatever it may be? So I got contacted all the time for parts in that way too. Yeah. Uh, me, not as much because I don't think anyone looked at me and saw that guy knows his way around a car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can do it guys. I can do it. Right. Uh, no, the, what, one thing that I remember that we, we, uh, 
did quite often was we would, especially if we, we were finding ourselves with a time to uh, where we had to, uh, what's it called? go to a car and remove a bunch of parts. You know, they would drop down like four or five cars and they'd have on the windshield, which, which items to remove. So we'd be there for a little while. So we would go make our own, um, our own stereo systems. Like we uh, would have, uh-huh. we would get like a, a car. You don't remember that? We would find like a car battery. We uh-huh. would hook, uh, put it up on a table. We'd yank out the a speaker of a, of a car that we were like, Oh, this speaker and uh, not a speaker, a stereo, rip that out, hook up the wires, and then like find some speakers and we, and that was the coolest thing. Cause they were metal like, uh, magnetic. So they would stick to the side of the, you know, the, uh, the, the rolling tool case or toolbox that we had, but that's something that we did. You don't, do you remember doing that? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, that was fun. That was yeah, exciting. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I, I think you, maybe you have a greater appreciation for it than I did. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad it was there to me. It seemed more clever than, than anything. But yeah. Oh man, that was a time of my life. I was like, man, <laughs> I get to hook all these wires up. I remember yeah. I thought I really knew how to um, do a stereo system, like run a run a stereo system. And um, our uh, friend of mine in high school, Goldie, mm-hmm. she had this uh, Geo Mustang. Storm. Yeah, Geo Mustang. No, she had a Geo Storm. Remember, Goldie had a Mustang. It was a Geo. No, but early her first car oh, was like okay. this Geo Prism. Is a mm-hmm. Geo Prism, and. Uh, and I, I told her, I said, like, yeah, I can get you a, a radio from the junkyard. No problem. And I went to, uh, I exchanged it like the next day after I got it, you know, so it was daytime, right. exchanged it. No problem. I, uh, I mean, cut all the wires, took that pesky wiring harnesses that the manufacturer <laughs> and just cut it off, <laughs> cut it. And I was like, okay, uh, red wire, mass power. Duh. Okay. These must be speakers. And I, I left like half the cables not connected, but the radio worked the radio worked but like the next morning because she would come pick me up for school she was like you call me i don't know my the none of my lights are working (laughs) none of my lights are working (laughs) none of my lights are working so we had to go back to the junkyard and i had to thankfully find one and snip the wiring harness but i (laughs) the wiring harness on goldie's car for some reason i snipped it really far back so i had to wire (laughs) so uncomfortable i had to wire each each uh, wire from that wiring harness back together i and of course me being that age i was like stupid car manufacturer why would you wire the lights to the, to the radio <laughs> makes no sense like i know yeah that was uh that was fun um so we did the stereo uh finding some cool things here's something that i wanted to touch on and uh i've got this last point i got a quick trivia to see if you remember and then we'll go ahead and and I will, I will say thank you. I bid you adieu. I'll go put a hat on. Mm-hmm. It might take a couple hours. I'll find it. So um, we would, and it's so funny because it kind of links together. Uh, so we would work out in that junkyard, right? Uh, we would work and we would play. We would play a lot. And then we would be like, oh, okay, well, let's at, like work like insane. And we'd get everything done. And then we'd, you know, uh, play around. But when we were when we'd be coming back in for a break Mm. do you remember (laughs) yeah yeah i can't believe we didn't talk about this on the last episode okay Uh. so tell me if you can remember what are your what were the the directions that you would have given me i kind of remember when when walking back up yeah no i remember so mind you we're 12 
And yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, we had no business having this being here at all, right? Doing any of the manual labor, <laughs> the, the physically and the dangerous stuff <laughs> this is, that we're This doing is no reflection on the men who we are today. Around, <laughs> ha- around a hazardous chemicals, around, right. around grown-ups, adults, <laughs> we're completely unsupervised by... You know, by anyone, frankly, whatsoever, right. and, and and left to our own accord to do whatever we want, and given a task to go do mm-hmm. something that was physically intensive. Now, when Aaron and I would complete these tasks, I wanted all to make that, sure, dude, all of that you had seriously, we had to preface that. I feel good absolutely. that you prefaced it like that. Absolutely. Yeah, you have to, <laughs> and you you got to consider that. So I'm thinking, okay, knowing Aaron. He's going to go into this like office and be, hey, guys, <laughs> you know, just really. And I'm like, OK, what am I going to do with this kid? So I'm I, I, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> little the little shimmy shuffle. So I'm thinking, OK, Aaron, listen, when we go in there, you got to walk in like you're exhausted, like you're tired and you just need a break and your feet hurt and you're in and, and like you've just been working all day long. And all that because I don't want them thinking that you haven't been doing anything because that's just yeah. in my mind that that's that was the way to survive you know that was the way to make oh, sure 100%. to justify keeping that job because I wanted you to make sure I wanted to make sure that you still had a job because if they're thinking like holy crap you know it, 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 the rationale in my mind was was thinking oh holy crap they're both coming in exhausted clearly this is a job for two people so we got to keep them both you know and so that right, was right no that absolutely. Was my, you know, so, uh, uh, but yeah, those were the directions where Aaron come in looking tired. <laughs> yeah, come in looking tired. And not just that. Yeah, I remember us walking in and you're saying, hold on, put some dirt on your, put some dirt on your clothes. Can I really? <laughs> I don't remember that. That's funny. I believe you. You did it. You did it. you did it too. You did it too. We we're like, okay. Right. And you're, but I remember you're like, Aaron, you can't, you can't. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta actually show them that you're that you've been working. Anybody watch anything lately? Clean up the break room, mind you. This was all around the same time where you and were bringing in a toaster and the coffee maker and mm-hmm. fixing up the picnic table. You mm-hmm. know, so uh, um, so yeah, so it was it was my uh, yeah. my twelve year old mind way of trying to insulate you in some sort of way uh, and and i feel that i insulated you as well because if i didn't act that way it would be a poor reflection on you so you're welcome <laughs> thank you i appreciate you playing the game ultimately i got to get the job yeah that's right <laughs> well that's the premise of this show right 38 at 38 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it is <laughs> but you know what look i have no problem to say uh they let me go from that job they should have i they wasn't performing to. well because i was <laughs> 14 <minor>. years old <laughs> yeah. they should have they should have did that two years earlier they oh, should have taken care of that two years. They should, no they shouldn't have started they shouldn't have hired me yeah. in the first right. place they shouldn't have hired you and nothing was ever hey. verified. You know, what I, mean? I don't mean nothing. based off of your own merit. Yeah, no. <laughs> when you had your chance to to demonstrate, <laughs> it didn't work. You're out, talking about but... my character, the character <laughs> yeah. of who I was at 14. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, no. He's I mean, untrustworthy, that 14-year-old yeah, kid. Don't hire him. Don't hire him. He doesn't have his own car. Dude, I didn't have my own car at the time. Not, not that I would, but, I, you know, for what it's worth, I got. I think I got my first car when I was 14. What, so still, like, I wasn't eligible to drive, but I would I found a way, you know, and, like, I got my mm-hmm. own car. I, you know, so it's just, I don't know how the... It had to have been that these things... Well, anyways, that's a topic for a different day, I guess, in terms of their episode number 15. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, okay, anyhow. so let's do some trivia, just three trivia questions. I wrote them down. Um, I'm going to throw some, some, I'm going to throw a softball at you. What pizza brand did they, uh, what pizza company did they go with every Saturday? That's a, that's the oh. soft one. <laughs> Maybe it affected me more than it affected you. <laughs> the food, um, yeah. The, uh, uh, pizza yeah. brand, dude. I have. I don't remember. Pizza Hut. All right. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> I guess I could have just guessed. <laughs> I think you're going to say like Sbarro's yeah. or something, just kind of, or Jet. I said wrong we had burgers yeah (laughs) it was no i and i remember that because i hate i hate uh pizza hut that's right this is a hot take right here i do not like pizza hut at all so uh i thought you were gonna say the other place the the place that they always got the cuban no no the cuban place i was gonna say the food place but it's bricados bricados i thought you were gonna say bricados because they definitely went to bricados every saturday morning uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I didn't yeah. remember. I didn't remember remember uh, pizza for long. Ricardo's so good. Ricardo's okay, good stuff. Maybe this. Maybe this is an easy one. This is a softball. This is an easy one. Okay. okay. What snacks did you and I always get from the vending machine right when we came in? From here's where it links back around. From the money that we found in. Like we got so excited because we would count up money until we were able to get the snacks. We're like yeah, we can get it. This yes, we can get it. That from the coins. The so Snickers? what were the snacks? So the Snickers? No. Yeah, I, I I don't even remember a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> I, Dude, I have memoirs and I have a whole chapter <laughs> just dedicated to this. I, 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 I take that back. I vaguely remember the vending machine being like near between the two restrooms. Was yes. that where it was at? Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, right when we walked in to yeah. the uh, to the warehouse. I feel like it would have been chips and a soda, but uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. If it was a soda, which soda would it be? Dr. Pepper. One. All right. Good. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. And if it was a chocolate candy of some sort, mm-hmm. what would it be? Uh, well, for you, it would have been Snickers. And for me, more than likely, it would have been, would have been Twix. That's it. Twix and, and Dr. Pepper. You don't, you don't no. remember getting that every time? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sometimes it's so much of a punky where sometimes you would uh, eat one Twix and then you would grab the Twix with your dirty hand and be like, "My, here you go. I'm like, dude. And you're like, my bad. Just break it off so you can have another bite. <laughs> oh, that's great. I wish I remembered that. Oh, my memory's awful. Was good. And this one is, this one is not, I don't know. Give me the easiest of I all. Don't, <laughs> How about that? Well, this one, this one, this one, you won't remember, but I just yeah. want to. Okay. All right. So uh, I gave a speech during a company meeting at the junkyard. Okay. Do you remember what? Do you remember what what the uh, what the occasion was? I don't. For, I, so I worked there 
for from 12 to almost 19 years old. And I don't remember right, ever right. having a company meeting, let alone okay, okay, ever right. speaking at one. Well, you right, probably right, right. would have brought up that the facilities aren't up to speed or, or no. the break room should be spice spruced up in some sort of way. What did, you, what, did you try to form a union? What did you do? <laughs> yes, there's a suggestion box. <laughs> so it was uh, it was uh, for Thanksgiving, and uh, Tim, the owner, he had bought everyone uh, or like most people, like in the office or whatever, he bought them turkeys. Or if like he, they had a family, I think it was they bought them. They brought them turkeys, yeah. and then everyone else, like he, uh, everyone else got like a like a ham, like a ham, and it wasn't like a meeting. But this is a 14-year-old kid thinking, this is what adults do, right? And I also like to talk. So, like, that was part of it, you know? But this mm -hmm. is what – I've seen this in shows where during, <laughs> during a time where the boss is handing out some kind of something, somebody says something. So, that all happens. They hand it out. And I'm like, hey, guys, I <laughs> – dude, you walked straight away from me after the meeting. You're like, this guy. I was he, like, guys, he's, like, he's going to get fired. He's going to have 38 jobs by the time he's 38. <laughs> I, said, I said, hey, Tim, thank you so much, guys. I, I greatly appreciate it. I just feel like like we're all – it's one of those we're all family kind of talks. That uh, I, I just, no. We're all family, I felt, and I thank you so much. <laughs> These and I greatly that could be it. any different from us in, in every way possible. First of all, they were adults. Everywhere. So let's start there. Yeah, they were <laughs> and the list goes on and on. Wow, yeah. that's funny. Well, oh man, I uh, I'm glad that I don't know if I'm no, I'm glad that you don't remember all those things and that were embarrassing, <laughs> and I hope you forget them. <laughs> now that's going to be the number one thing in your head. Oh, awesome. It's memorialized here forever. You got it on nice. Oh, interwebs. <laughs> Thank you so much, G. I greatly appreciate it. Love you, brother. Thank you for being uh, one of my guests here on my one year anniversary. I did it. They said it would never be done. They said they could never, you could never do a podcast for one year straight. They all said it. They, Not uh, me. Uh, they all did. Yep. They all I said that. No, it's said it. You, you freaking, I, I you, was the, you hired a plane to ride yeah, it above my I house. Mean, I was the main one who said <laughs> it. Much. <laughs> I started it. You started no one was it. Saying it Actually, until I said it. <laughs> you convinced others. I convinced everyone. Uh, the people. A lot of people who believed you could do it. I told them there's no yeah. way, and here's the reasons my, why. My greatest cheerleaders. You <laughs> right. took right, right. Uh, how are my old friends now? By the way, <laughs> I love you, bro. Thank you place. so much, man. Yeah, I love now, you too, bro. Friends with me. Friends with me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, awesome. Thanks, man. Brother. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Well, I thought we heard some ridiculous stories before, but that one takes the cake and the pie. Delicious. All right, let's hear another story. How you doing, Rhett? Good, man. You? Doing fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, well, I think we should just get into it, get right into it, because uh, you, you said you had a story for me. So uh, let me let me just go ahead and intro it. Hey, everyone out there in movie land, this is your main guy, Aaron, and we're going to be going over today's movie of the week, which is Disney's new live action Little Mermaid. I don't know about you, Rhett, but I give it two fins up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's going on, Rhett? What's um, going on, baby? Not much, man. You? 
Oh, not much, man. Have you no. seen the new live action Disney? No, uh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I did. I just came back from. I just came back from it. Is that? Uh, yeah, is actually, it? you know, it's pretty good. It's actually, I give it two fins up. <laughs> is that? Is that why you? <laughs> Is that what you busted in a song that, hey, in our phone conversation, it was fresh in your mind? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's yeah, good. Absolutely. All right. Let me let me uh, intro you properly. Uh, thank you so much, Rhett, for being on our uh, one-year anniversary special. Now, I told Phil, nothing fancy, no uh, no uh, graffiti, not graffiti, no uh, 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 explosions or fireworks. Oh, look at them right there. Rhett, you got them on your screen too. They're all over the place. Oh, Phil. <laughs> Our one year anniversary. We've got three guests this episode. I don't know if you're, ep if you're guest number one, two, or three. So we'll just say, Rhett, I'm so happy to have you guest number three. And then it'll, it'll go right in. It'll be fine. Uh, but Right after we had our uh, our last talk, last right after the last time you were on our uh, out on the podcast here, uh, you called me up and you said, "Man, I got another story to tell. I forgot this story." Right, so I uh, I want to hear it, Rhett. You've got so many stories, and I love getting. We got into so many stories last time. We got into Jay Leno, Jaywalking, Jaywalking All Stars that you were on. We we got on to you probably for one day may, could have been murdered. Could have been murdered, uh, but you stuck Basically, it out. I was, a, I was a hostage victim. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> I told, I told, I told Riza, my oh, my wife, people. I told Riza about it, and she was like, "Why didn't he leave?" I'm like, "I don't think he knew he could." <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't driving. <laughs> right. So, uh, if you guys, it's a hilarious episode. Look it up. Last episode with a uh, with a uh, Rhett Mullins and how he uh, almost sold maybe stolen stereos <laughs> some fun time but yeah. what what is this story what is this uh this well, job story that i need to know was it dial america that was a that was a rough one for six hours nope i have no idea i have no idea but let's talk about dial america I th I th I th yeah so yeah, dial america was it was it was one night i, I worked there for one night did you ever do <laughs> dial america did, did you ever do that <laughs> What I think is funny is that this is now the second job that you're telling us about. And both jobs have been like one time. Yeah, man. I'm, like, I'm out so of here. So, Dial America, is that that? Place? No. There's, is, it, is it a, was it a call center? Call Obviously, center, right? Magazines. There was a yeah. call center like in the area that I know a lot of kids in high school. We grew up around the same area, but I know a lot of kids Finger in high school had like finger hut. Yeah. <laughs> like after school jobs. I'm like, so you go to a, like, your job after school is going to a cubicle and making yeah, phone yeah, calls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounded horrible yeah. when I was a kid. So how did you get wrapped up in this? I was just looking looking for work once again. I think I was living in Louisville at the time. And uh, once again, you, you answer the ad, you know, do like a circular magazine or something. There's no referral. You know, there was no LinkedIn back then. Uh, MySpace <laughs> wasn't helping you get jobs. Um, uh, it, you know, they probably led you in with, you know, uh, sales, you know, you're like, oh, I can do sales. Right, right. I, I think anybody thinks they can do they can do sales, especially at that at that age. But um, oh yeah, yeah. And I got there, and it's this very dark, very just dark room, and just lines of people. You ever see that guy that busts <clears throat> bust people like scamming people in India? You know, it's just lines 
of people sitting right next to each other. That's kind of what it was. And it was arguing. Really? It was essentially just arguing with people and trying to strong on them, strong arm them into uh, getting not only one or two subscriptions of Time Magazine, but maybe three. Um, And yeah, that that was it. It's like, no, you... You know, just, three subscriptions yeah. for yeah. who? For like yourself yeah, and like you, a neighbor and a friend? Correct. Correct. Yeah. It, it was really, yeah. Yeah. And so I realized, uh, you know, they, they fast tracked you to training. It was like one hour of training and it was basically, okay. you know, how to, right. how to, how to put the headset on. Yeah. Right. All right. Now, and then what well, you have like, and, the and there is like a 10 minute in the hour there somewhere is like a 10 minute potty yeah. break. 10 minute pee break. So it's not even a full yeah, hour. Pretty much. It was one of those things where, you know, you go the first night and they want to see if you're, you know, if you got the guts, I guess, to hang. And if uh, you got the goods, sit next, to, <laughs> sit next to somebody. And I think after listening to their fo- first phone call, my face was probably like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, you're up. And of course, it's on an auto dialer, right? <laughs> yeah. Some grumpy person in New York answers, hello. You know? Um, oh, so like you had like an orientation and a training and everything yeah, right then. Correct. You had yeah. a script and a, a script in front of you. Correct. Yeah, correct. And you're you're reading, you're fumbling over it. So the person knows. I mean, mo- most of the people they just hang up immediately. You right. Know, they're like, ah, uh, I'm not interested. I don't want to hear anything about it. So I think you were more shocked if somebody actually engaged you in conversation. You know, just the. the the one person out of a hundred that was like, yeah, I'll talk to you. Yeah. You've got the first two sentences of your script down pat. You can say it in your yeah. sleep, nothing, but it never gets past the second sentence. Yeah, so when you do, it's like, you know what? You sound confident, young man. What do you got? Huh? Huh? <laughs> I got that, that's why, that's why now when you get it, it's like, hi, this is Jessica. Would you know, it's, yeah. it's very robotic. They want you to engage first and then the person will come on the line. But, yeah, uh, I, I definitely fumbled through it, and I realized that <clears throat> I wouldn't buy a magazine, much less am I going to be able to sell it to somebody who I've never met before in my life, and I have like 10 seconds of their attention. Um, so I, I think on that one, I actually, maybe may before, I think I quit on my lunch break. I think is what it was. I was like, hey, man, go to lunch break, and I just, yeah, I just didn't come back, you know? How old were you? <laughs> man, I was 38. It's <laughs> like last week. This was last week. Uh, no, it's not. It's not far. Um, it's not far off. I was probably twenty, twenty six, maybe twenty five. I don't know, something like that. The best part is, I, I think I remember dressing I was... up for it too. I think I remember having a tie. You know, like the person could, you know. Oh, I'm sure you did. Phone. You know, I wanted to look professional, be as professional I, uh, as I possibly a... could. I had a buddy from high school when I was 18 years old and he got a job at one of those, uh, uh, those telemarketers and he had to work. I don't know if it was the day of or the day after 9-11 and he had to call into New York yeah, and he was like, people were screaming, cursing. No, people were no. picking up, cursing him out. People would pick up, were picking up. He said some people picked up already in tears mm-hmm. and he was like he and i was like what'd you do he's like my boss would get mad at me if i didn't read the script wow. so he's like oh man dude that's that's some that's a rough that's, life to that's live. tough I, you know we're sitting here talking about it i'm thinking about it. i think i know what that one was that i called you about and, and told you i think it was when i was working for for rob for stone and tile 
And, you know, okay. nobody knows, this, you know, done this, who's listening to this. Well, maybe a couple people do, but we did like marble restoration, stonework. Um, but holding the polish. Yeah. We were part of a company that did like tub restorations. And basically it's very expensive to replace a hotel tub, you know, cause of all the components you have to do. So work with these people that they would just, <clears throat> they would just kind of clean it, you know, but they had this miracle method. Um, and uh, yeah, and yeah, why the yeah, accent? Yeah. Why the accent? Yeah, it's because that's what they talk like. That's how they sell it. <laughs> they, but it, so it was it was a good it, it was a good process, except for you had people that actually did painted tubs, and so they would these companies would come in, they would like put this crazy paint paint on it, this this uh, primer and whatnot, and so that doesn't last super long. You know the chemicals you used to clean it with, so then it starts to chip. So these guys would come in and they would strip that New Jersey. Uh, Princeton, New Jersey. I'll never forget it. It may have been 195 degrees that summer. And, um, <laughs> it's a, it's a hotel. It was a, a, it was like a Weston or something. And, um, the air is completely off. There's no air and you're using airplane stripper. Okay. Like airplane plane stripper, mm-hmm. paint stripper. <clears throat> and you're hunched over a tub. And you have these. Wait, what, why is it? Is it specifically by, because of the enamel they would put on the tub? Right. Like the because the paint, paint is so thick and the primer is so intense. So you you pour this stuff on there and you immediately see like just it bubbling up like this acid's working and you're like that <laughs> that is no joke. There was guys that did that with no gloves. I don't know how, but you <laughs> you had like this respirator because you're over top of it. So this chemical is like baking in your brain it's 900 degrees you're you got these gloves on like this and you've got these blades and you're sitting there and you're scraping it off and i remember at that point which by the way one of the guys that was me chris i don't know if you remember if we talked about him before but yeah I yeah he, i think he bought a bus ticket and went home back home to louisville because <clears throat> he's like yeah I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore but i remember thinking at that point like this blade i could do it just slipped my wrist with this blade. This is horrible. I mean, it was, dude, it was so bad. I, yeah. I think I could do one of two things yeah, with I this could, blade. Yeah. I, I could, could strip this paint or I could cut. Or I can end it all. Yeah, just, I just, can just end it all. It was so bad. It was so bad. I, I yeah, it was, it, that was probably the worst. And it was. The thing was, is it wasn't something our company did all the time, but I think we were slow with work. And so they were taking other types of projects with partner companies. And so, you know, you just, you're a hard worker and you, you know, you appreciate your opportunities. And so uh, I did it and I stuck it out. I lost a lot of brain cells. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. That was so, probably the hardest and worst thing I've ever done. That, well, that sounds horrible. I went with horrible. you. You know, we we worked together on on some uh, uh, some hotel marble resurfacing. Yeah, some mm-hmm. hotel rooms, and I I did some of the. I didn't do any of the resurfacing. I did some of the cleaning and like of yeah. that that miracle process. Miracle dude, method. I still miracle dude, I still try to best as I can in my bathtub at home. I try to come By up the with way, a chemical combination. There, it's barkeeper's helper and a That's magic right, eraser. Yeah. There's the miracle dude, method. And these cats charge like 200 bucks a tub. Sorry, guys, if you're listening to this, I just gave your secret out. But uh, it is amazing. And then they just put some um, non-slip in the bottom of it. They charge 200 bucks. Those guys will do. Those guys will do easily 20 tubs a day. Do that math. 
and they'll have like four or five of them and they will just blow through it. <clears throat> but you know, when you, to replace a tub in a hotel, man, that costs, that's like three, four grand, maybe five yeah. grand by the time you're done. And the, and the, the fact that the room is out. So it's worth it to pay some idiot kid who just doesn't care about losing brand sales um, to go there and just pour airplane paint stripper, which my God, that's all I can say to that. Well, dude, so a close, a close connection here. When you said, you know, some of these guys would just go in there with no. So two, two, uh, two weeks ago, I run into Luke Ferrata at church and I'm like, oh, what's going on, man? You're tired. He's like, yeah, man. I'm tired. Dude, he knows what's up because his dad runs that or he, he runs or he, mm -hmm. he does that, right? With the same company that you were yes. doing it, right? Yeah. And he says, he said, yeah, no, I'm just, it's a little down or, uh, you know, a little backed up or something because the chemical compound that would, or whatever he would use before, I guess is a stripper or something. He's like, they don't make that anymore. They make a different, it's a change, a change model. And it's the, that version is not as good. So I contacted the manufacturer and it's like the guy, you know, and he's like, I, I need, I want that. He's like, well, what are you using for? And he explained it to him and he was like, what? <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> He said the guy was like, what? He goes, and what are you using? He goes, no, I just go in there and explain this method. And the guy's like, you don't wear gloves or a respirator? And uh, and he was like, no, no. And I was like, bro, you don't wear gloves? He's like, nah, I've been doing this long enough. Yeah, if he's, he is not that much younger than us, man. He's like like five, six years younger than us. And, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. Because you're you're moving fast and you're sweating so much. The gloves are yeah, yeah. drenched your face just in the mask and the respirator. It is a micro dirty job if I've ever, yeah. I mean, micro would be like, I'm out. I'm not even interested in this. This is ridiculous, right. you know? How how long do you think Luke's been doing that? Because uh, we've known him, we've known him for- A long time. Yeah, a long a time. Baby, right? He's yeah. been he's been doing he's that. He's done like three bills. Yeah, he's well. Well, his answer it kind of seems like it because he says if it would if it if it was going to catch up to me, it would have catch up to me by now. <laughs> just hands are calloused, just with like acid. It's acid. Dude, he gave me complete he, acid. Yeah, he gave well, me a high five. He broke my thumb. <laughs> it's horrible, dude. It's it's the worst. They're honestly, the worst. Yeah. So uh, what? What am so, I doing with my I'm, life? I'm, I remember saying that many what? times. What am I doing with my life oh. right now? What, what am I doing? But you got to fly around, right? You got to fly around to different places, exotic Dude, locations. Princeton, New Jersey. <laughs> since Wait, then, the, we, since then, I just hate Princeton, New Jersey. There could be a lot of amazing people. Maybe somebody's listening to this tonight. A lot of really nice people. But Princeton, New Jersey sucks because right. of that summer and those tubs at the Westin in the 900 degrees. And the airplane stripper, the acid. Oh. Dude, I remember we went to some cool places. We went we to DC. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Raising canes. <laughs> Baton Rouge Mama needs it. Baton Rouge. The mall. Did you see the mall? Did you see the mall? Did I? I just told that story to someone last week. Where's I'll tell the mall? I'll You're tell the story. So, so we're we're up in uh, Virginia, Arlington, and we're restoring a Being a. Yeah, we're, we're restoring a like okay. same thing tub, and we have some tubs we got to do. We have some, um, what's it called? Um, oh, you know, this inadvertently even goes into talking about one of my previous jobs. Yeah, uh, doing a restoration with you, but uh, uh, the tubs was was one of the things. Either way, 
I, I was like, man, you know, and I'm like, I wasn't part of the group. I was just like, Hey, anytime you needed some extra help or I needed some extra money, I'd hop on in. And I was like, man, you guys aren't going to, you guys aren't going to go out and check out DC. And both of you, you, you're like, no, 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 we're staying here. I said, I'm going to go check out. I'm going to go check out the sites. (laughs) So it's already like, it was 12 degrees outside. (laughs) It was so cold. It was so cold. And it was, I've never been, I didn't Google anything. This is so long ago. It's not like you had cell phones with Google, you know, cell phones with your Google on it. And MapQuest. So <laughs> freaking MapQuest. So I'm like, okay, how do I get to the place where all the, the Capitol building and the White House, how do I get there? You know, I asked someone, they're like, all right, get on the train. So I get on the train and then they say, they kept saying, yeah, you got to get off at the mall. Got it. And I was like, cool. So the whole train ride, it's cold. I'm hungry. I'm like, you know what? I can't wait to get to the mall. I can really go for some like Sabaros <laughs> or some kind of or Panda Express. I'm hungry. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a coffee. I'm sure they got a Starbucks there. So I, I get off at the 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 stop and there's an escalator to go up. And I'm like, man, the mall is windy because I have nothing but and the guy's like, the guy's like, yeah, that escalator takes you right up to the mall. All right. The mall's freezing. They need to put the heater on the mall. Just just flowing down air. And I get up and I look out and it's just a street. And it's just uh grass. I see the Capitol building. Grass. Yeah, grass, this field. I see a Capitol building and I see the uh the the uh, George Washington memorial and I see the the Smithsonian. I'm like, it's there. And I'm like, where the heck is this mall? where's this mall at? And I'm looking around, I'm circling. I'm not even looking for like looking at the, like I'm walking up and down the whole length, not even caring about the, the, the sites. I'm like, they're not going to go anywhere. I just want a Starbucks. <laughs> and I finally asked some guy who's walking cold and he, I'm like, Hey buddy, but Hey, can you tell me where the mall is? And he looked around and he goes, Hey buddy, you're in the mall. <laughs> I was like, uh, I didn't know that that grassy area was called a mall. Yeah. And you know what? They could really use a, a Jamba Juice in there. They could really use something. Pretzel time. Something. Get some Ann Annie's up in there. Yeah. You know, yeah. all the walking. I could have had a Foot Locker. I could have. I could have visited. That was fun Pretzel time. So yeah. Oh, we we got to talk about a another little mm-hmm. uh, another little job here, Rhett. I don't want to. Te- I don't want to keep you. And I, I thank you for your time. Uh, for our one year anniversary extravaganza um i did no all right wait the budget on the we gotta yeah phil let's just cut it the budget is just too much maybe one sparkler i don't know if it's there hey what if he doesn't put the sparkler there (laughs) (laughs) awesome red i love you brother we'll talk we'll talk soon this week i'm sure all right dude all right love you man see you man love you sis see ya Love you, bro. All right. Well, that was it. That was our one-year anniversary extravaganza special episode just for you. And I thank you so much for watching. There's a few other people out there I need to thank. I want to thank, obviously, our guest, Mario, Rhett, Callen. You guys were amazing. Thank you so much for sharing those stories again. I want to thank definitely Producer Phil. Producer Phil, you're absolutely amazing. Greatly appreciate this past year working with you. And obviously, the MSP Media Network, MMN. Thank you so much for being the the host of this wonderful podcast. I look forward to the next year. I look forward to seeing you guys and hearing some more ridiculous stories. See you.
has been a broadcast of the MSP Media Network.